This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. What's going on, fellas? Let's start with uh, you guys can have the floor to. I'm not going to pretend you were listening to me earlier, but usually if you were, you have something that I said wrong that you like to correct me on. So feel free to do that at this time. What's going on, Josh Goodson? Um, not haven't listened to a, a, t- a ton to be honest with you. I've Thanks. Been doing a lot of family. Yeah, no, been doing a lot of um family stuff today. Um, but always good to be on. Um, excited to talk about these things and um have. I have a lot of takes today, too, so I'm ready to get them off my chest. No, you sound excited, and you didn't text me the takes that you had, so way to keep me prepared there. Ben Swain, what's going on with you, my man? Honestly, I have no takes, but I just came on to give your mom a shout-out. So, uh, what's up, Mrs. Perm? Uh, happy uh, early 4th of July to Hayes' mom. Do we have to – do we tell people happy 4th of July? Uh, yeah. I think so. Mary, 4th of, like, do you even acknowledge the 4th of July? Like, we didn't do, we didn't do anything. And we weren't there in 1776. Yeah. Like, what? We, we yeah. weren't alive then. Why, why are we telling people happy? It's just, it's just, it's just a holiday. You it's don't. Day that, oh, so yeah, yeah, I do. I do feel like it's something where you, you shouldn't greet people with happy 4th of July, right? Like, that feels a little awkward. But it does feel like you should be able to post it because posting in general is just sort of like a I'm joining in the celebration type thing, right? Sure. I don't know. What are you concerned about wishing it like if they're British? Is that the concern? No. (laughs) No. Like birthday, if if you're wishing somebody happy birthday, that's like obvious. It's like their day to celebrate. Merry Christmas. I don't know. I guess maybe that's not theirs to celebrate. Uh, I, I don't know why it feels different from like, Christmas yeah, or Thanksgiving. It's to wish somebody a Merry Christmas, but it is happy for I'm You know what? I'm going to make this a thing. I'm going to – everybody I see between now and the 4th, I'm going to start off the conversation by wishing them a uh, fun and happy 4th of July. Swain is mad that, that Starbucks isn't celebrating 4th of July as much as they used to. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, do you guys want to talk some sports, uh, or would you rather just review the new season of Righteous Gemstones? Well, can we get waffles after we review it? Can we get waffles? Why? What's <laughs> wait? You haven't. You haven't watched any of the show. That's, so, you haven't even done that's, that's a great you're, joke for You're a bad guy, firm. A bad guy. You haven't even watched it, or you wouldn't know exactly what I'm talking about. How are you going to ask us our opinion on something <laughs> and not have actually watched it yourself? Are you as excited about the ACC SEC challenge as you were about the ACC Big Ten challenge, Swain? Not at all. I mean, it, 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 like it's, it's honestly like better basketball games and. I probably care more about regional rivalries with SEC teams than I do Big Ten. But I, I, it was just something about, like, the old challenge. It was the only time throughout the entire year that I cared about the Big Ten at all. Maybe that's what it is. But, um, no, it just seems like the old challenge just kind of died and this was fabricated to make up for it. Um, and it doesn't seem to have anything behind it other than that. And ESPN. Uh, Goodson, do you have, uh, do you like any matchups or have you even perused the matchups? Where do you stand on yeah, ACC, I've, SEC? I've perused them. Um, it's 
the Levi Watkins homecoming for NC State. He's uh, going back to where he was the coach. That's yeah, right. He was the assistant coach at Ole Miss. You know what I actually like about it, at least for this year's iteration, is it looked like the matchups were not necessarily like, hey, Duke, hey, UNC, you have to play Kentucky every year. And I understand that they probably play each other like enough in like other champions classics or, you know, tournaments and such. But like, it didn't feel like they tried to just stuff that down our throat, like where you're only going to get the good, like the best of the best each year. It seems like they tried to have some variety, which is, um, I don't know, which is kind of interesting. I don't, I don't, like, I don't view Florida maybe necessarily as like the biggest basketball blue blood, but like they're playing Wake Forest. That's kind of a cool matchup, I think, for Wake Forest instead of them playing like Missouri or something like that. Uh, well, it's also weird because like Kentucky is not even the, like, you're talking about the best of the best in the SEC. They're like the fifth best yeah. right, team right now, if that. And so it's, it's, just, it's even weird, again, not like having paid too much attention to the status of the SEC. Obviously, you think Kentucky first. But if you're actually ranking the way the teams are, they're you know fourth or fifth at best. Um, Swain, true or false, when, when Goodson uh, tells his wife on Monday before the Wednesday NC State Ole Miss game that he's flying to the game, it's the reason will be because it's the Levi Watkins homecoming game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I thought you were going to go to a really – take me to a really dark place by mentioning Scotty Thurman uh, with the, the Duke-Arkansas game. Um, I th- that is, you know how like conversations always pop, pop up about like what's the one play in whatever team you follow their history that you could go back in time and change. That's the one for me was that 1994 national championship game where Scotty Scotty Thurman hit the three. So like just seeing Duke Arkansas, I know they played a couple of years ago to get to the final four, but just seeing that matchup triggers me thinking about that. So I'm glad you did not go there because I was fully prepared to uh, rescind my shout-out to your mom. <laughs> my mom's enjoying the shout-out. I'm glad you don't take it back. Uh, all right, uh, Swain, stick with you. Um, look, I trust the in the Dundon era, the smart betting move would be trust that the Canes made the right decision, right? So far, a lot of their moves work out. You know, uh, a, a Stanley Cup title would sort of make everything look like uh, – an incredible run, but short of a Stanley Cup title, basically everything has gone pretty much as you would want it to go if you were starting a new regime. My only question is, will will drafting only dudes who are 5'8 ever catch up to us? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013-888-843-0013 or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. In 17, right? <laughs> yes. Every single person they drafted was 17, which is uh, it's a bold strategy that actually every team in the NHL does. I, I don't I don't get it at all. No, we're, if you don't know, we're joking here. Everybody in the NHL draft is 17 years old. It's like the Kentucky Derby in that sense. 
Um, I, no, they did. I, I did see that they dropped. But no one died, hopefully, during the draft. I, 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 I would <laughs> it's not like the Kentucky Derby in that sense. Yeah, nobody nobody had to get put down because they hurt their leg on the way to the stage. Uh, no, they, they did draft a lot of, like, undersized, um, skilled players from what I was reading about the draft. And, again, like, nobody knew it. Like, if anybody tells you they know about these draft picks, they're either uh, incredibly immersed in hockey or they're lying, right? Like, these are guys that we're not going to see for, for three or four years. It's not like there was a stretch out there. It's not like we were getting Connor Bedard with, with the first pick. Um, so these guys are not going to be in Carolina for, you know, two, three years. Uh, so it, it's hard to say. But, no, they'll grow, man. Like, they're kids, right? And so, like, I – I don't see freaking out over drafting a, a 5'8", 17-year-old that's going to be, you know, 6'3", by the time he gets to the NHL. It's just these kids are growing. They're like they're like actual legit kids that they drafted. So I'm not too concerned about it. Um, good, Jen. I, th- I thought you'd be proud. Did you hear me telling uh, first-round pick Bradley Nadeau that he should be an NC State fan? <laughs> no, I did not. That. But he, he's a pack pro right now already. Already. So I, that, yeah. That checks out. I, I basically was just running through the, the checklist of things, you know, uh, you know, what kind of barbecue. I, I told him about barbecue that it's not a sauce. I said, just tell people you like Eastern style barbecue. I said, they're going to make you pick a college team. Uh, and don't say you like them all. It's probably easier just to go with state because they're red and you share a building with them. And then I said, you need to learn the word y'all. And and he goes, y'all? And I was like, yeah, like, what are y'all doing after practice? And then the end, when we reviewed him, <laughs> he nailed it. He was like, what are y'all doing later? I was like, yes. Uh, but, yeah, I told him he should be a state fan. Uh, all right, I think you gave us Tour de France favorites uh, yesterday, Goodson. Is the Tour de France better to watch? Like, most sporting events you want to see the end of, but I feel like Tour de France would be better to watch the beginning of before there's much separation. Am I crazy? Um, a little bit. I mean, are, are you – in, in terms of like, do you want to see like a crash or something like that? Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't not want to see a crash. It, well, for me, the way I like to view it, honestly, is the mountain stages are the ones that like actually matter at the end of the, at the end of the whole thing. Whoever basically wins the mountain stages ends up having so much of a time advantage over like other people that those, that's usually who ends up winning. And I'm not trying to make this up. I'm not trying to embellish it or anything like that. Tomorrow is when it starts, and it's the hardest first stage ever in the history of the tour. <laughs> come on, which I think I've heard. Come on, they say that every year. <laughs> no, they, usually the first stage is like a, kind of like a a little like drive riding your bike through your neighborhood. It's flat. No one really is like trying to like race. It's just you're working up a sweat. It's 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 more built on the pageantry of it. Starting tomorrow, there's hills. There's a not heels hills. Uh, there's also uh, mountain little peaks that they have to go over. It's going to separate. People are going to have to actually be ready to race tomorrow. I'm excited about All it. Right. We're going to already be in the Pyrenees on Wednesday. Many say the Pyrenees is like the Great Smoky Mountains <laughs> of, of Europe. Um, so I, I'm excited Hold on. about the tour. A question for Swain. Swain, did you know or did you think that the Tour de France used the same uh, course every year? Yes. Yeah, I 100 percent did. Why is no, it? They don't. Why is it? Why is it changed? I feel like it, it should be the same every. It's the Tour de France. It should be like the Boston Marathon. I, I'll get the. What if, I told, what if I told you some years it doesn't even start in France? That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think last year it started in like Denmark. 
that's, <laughs> that's a tour to Europe then. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'll yeah. get I'll get the street names wrong, and my wife will get mad at me. But like at the Boston Marathon, you're able to say like, "Oh, you go well, you left on Boylston, right on Newton," and there you and like you can say that because it's the same every year. The Tour de France is not the same course every year. This is a fraud. I'm very it's disappointed not. by this. Cycling, but cycling is a real sport, and like running's not. So like it, they actually switch it up a little bit. Uh, uh, Listen, I, got, I got a would you rather for you. Would you rather bike the mountain the mountain stages in the Tour de France or drive a car on the Blue Ridge Parkway? Oh, bike, 100%. The, the, the Blue Ridge Parkway in North Carolina is the scariest road in, in, in all roads. There, there's no no one's that. ever survived driving it. <laughs> it's it's safe it's safe right now because there's no ice. The only threat on the Blue Ridge Parkway right now is a bear just jumping out and just flipping your car over. Uh, but uh, no, you got a switchback that has absolutely no guardrail whatsoever. Like, you <laughs> just go a little bit over the other lane. You're going off the side of the mountain. It is. Uh, it is it's dry- the dumbest road in America. <laughs> It's one of the coolest things about North Carolina. But, yeah, sometimes it can seem a little unsafe. All right. Uh, uh, good to understand you want to move the 4th of July. Um, I just think it needs to be the first Saturday of July. Uh, no we, matter. Like, here, because I'm actually kind of – either two things, either – like, something needs to happen. Either all these uh, cities and towns that are moving their like official town that have their official town fireworks this weekend, like on July the first or July the second, because they don't want to deal with the infrastructure, you know, the infrastructure yeah. possibly doing during a work week. Like, get out of here with that, or just move the actual like we celebrate the Fourth of July the first Saturday of July. But you can't do it both ways because now next Tuesday we're going to have the actual Fourth of July, and it's going to be a weird day of. Like, I think a lot of places are, are they're not doing the fireworks big extravaganzas because they would have already done them. Yeah. I just, we need, we need to do one or the other. Swain, you want to weigh in on that? Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much pro-holiday on weekends all the time because then, like, you know it's day you're going to get off at work. and It's not one of the, like, you got to go to work on a Monday and then get a Tuesday off and then you come back Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That just seems off, right? Like, just go ahead and make it Saturday make the holiday on Monday so that you can, you know, sleep off the long weekend. Uh, I, I think we should just do all holidays that way, right? Like, there, there's really no reason not to just go ahead and commercialize everything and put it on the weekend. I'm with Goodson. We did have a, uh, a listener chime in and say, yeah, who, like, who are the ad wizards that let the uh, holiday be called, be known as 4th of July instead of sticking with what it should be, Independence Day. If it's Independence Day, we can celebrate whatever darn day we want. It's like President's Day. We don't have to honor the actual date, right? If it's 4th of July, then it feels a little silly to like then do it on the 1st of July. But if you call it Independence Day, then it's like, ah, Independence Day observed 1st of July this year. Problem solved. That's the way we need to be doing it. And even like, like, birth, like if your birthday falls on a Tuesday... 
you're probably going out to like a birthday dinner on Saturday. Yes. Like, like you're not. Yeah. So like, I'm sure Jesus is the same way. Like we could do the same thing with Christmas and celebrate on the weekend and he wouldn't care. All right, it is another Friday, and it is we've got the round table together. We finish off with a new tradition because we've done it two weeks in a row now with another round of You Good. That's when we survey headlines and ask each other uh, how hurt or shook or shattered are you by a particular headline. It is You Good. Uh, I'll start here. First up, Duke University is providing full tuition. For families at certain levels in the regional area. That means like at a certain level, they'll, they'll cover your tuition. Or at a certain level, if your family's uh, below a certain level, they'll cover your tuition, your housing costs, everything. However, this is not just for North Carolina. This is for South Carolina as well. Swain, you good? I, I don't know why they're including South Carolina. The only thing I can think of is... Uh, like Zion was from South Carolina, so like when he qualified, <laughs> they wouldn't have had to use a, a basketball scholarship on, on him. Um, but no, I, I'm uh, I, I am I'm not good uh, with, with South Carolina. I'm not good with South Carolina in general. I think we've all I think we've, we've established that historically. I need um, I need an North answer. Carolina, it's awesome, but no, I, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. I need an answer for why they included South Carolina. There seems to be no good reason to, right? Like, why not North Carolina and Tennessee? Like, other than it's, I mean, it's close, right? It's next to us, but there's you could have just given like more aid to people in North Carolina. But uh, obviously, I I hate that I'm so soft. I think, I think I've got the answer. Okay, go honestly. ahead. And it goes along with my one of my you good. Uh, Swain, Mariah Mills, I know you're a big Mariah Mills guy, um, posted about some more pregnancy twists with her Zion Williamson drama. She actually got on Instagram and posted a pregnancy test and started asking people, should they name the baby Junior or Zoriah? Are you good with that? And which name would you choose? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that's a little over the line. Um, Zariah is a pretty sick name, though. Like, let's be okay. honest. That's a good name. Zariah. What, what if they're doing the, the, the housing thing down in South Carolina for this? Because they know what's going on. Are you good? Like, I mean, are you good with all that specifically, happening? Specifically for the baby? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, don't think, I don't think Zion's got that kind of pull at, at Duke. No, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe they know he's getting traded to Charlotte. They're, they're preparing for him to be back in the South Carolina area. I like it. Um, all right, what you got, Swain? I, I'm going to go directly at Perm since you guys threw through through two Duke things at me, and I need to know are you good, Perm? Because <laughs> a couple weeks ago you brought up, hey Swain, you've been watching uh, season two of The Bear. There's a Coach K mentioned in there. So, you know, I, I was going to watch it anyway. I got into it. And there's much more than a passing Coach K mentioned. It's been like three or four episodes now, including the most recent one that I watched, which had a clip of Coach K giving uh, an interview in the episode. I've not heard you mention it once since then, and I know that you like the show. So I need to, I need to know, are you good? <laughs> Or did you like rage quit the bear because it's too much Coach K? You got you got me. I'm out. I'm out. I, I can't. It's just 
back to every episode is about Duke. It's a, it's like a religion for like the guiding principle of the of them running things is the Coach K philosophy. They're reading his book. It's sickening. I like. I, is he an executive producer? Like I, I, I need an investigation into this. There's no reason that they have endured this storyline so long. I'm absolutely not good. And I, and yes, I I'm over the bear. It it was okay, but season two stinks, and I don't like it. Um, speaking yeah, of, te- yeah, he's, okay. he's, getting a, he's getting a, he's getting to mention every episode, sort of like uh, Roy gets on camera every every home game <laughs> for for Carolina. It's, he's just trying to stay relevant, and he knows he can't. <laughs> he's, Coach K is just trying to stay relevant. Uh, speaking of TV, Goodson, are you good? Party of Five co-stars Lacey Chabert and Scott Wolf are reuniting after 23 years for a new Hallmark Christmas movie. I know you're a big Lacey Chabert fan. Uh, are you Are you going to be okay with Scott Wolf uh, horning back in there? A hundred percent. More More Lacey is is never a problem. You You can deal with what comes along with that. If If, if it includes more Lacey Chabert on Hallmark. I am 100% good with that. But you you have to watch her be with yet another man that's not you. I mean, Scott Wolf, and this is like, oh, God, this guy's back. It's like teenage dreams. Scott Wolf ruining your teenage dreams again as you watch them together. Are you sure you're good? I'm, I'm, I'm 100% good. All right. You got any more? Yeah, I got one for you, Perm. Um, Bobby Ooh. Osborne. Are you familiar with Bobby Osborne? I don't think so. Should I be? He was uh, one of the brothers of the Osborne brothers. Uh, Bobby passed away uh, this week. Oh, you know, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, who's saying Rocky asking, Top. I'm not, asking, I'm not asking, are you good with someone passing away? Okay. I'm not going to. I'm not being that guy. But uh, Bobby Osborne and his brother, they did the first recording of Rocky Top. Yeah. Are you good that Rocky Top actually is better being played by the University of Tennessee uh, marching band than it actually is as a bluegrass song? Because it 100 percent is. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I might be good with that. I might be good with the uh, marching band Rocky Top being better than actual. It's not. It, no bluegrass band I know gets up there and plays Rocky Top. So don't try and. Claim like it if you go listen to like a classic bluegrass greatest hits Appalachian Stomp album. Oh, it, like in Constant Sorrow from a brother where are uh, like, yeah, like the only blue, that's the only real bluegrass song that actually exists. The the like the, like if if it's a collection of the like the classics of bluegrass, you're gonna hear it on there. But like no bluegrass band performing now is gonna be like, all right, y'all ready for it? It's Rocky Top. Like no, that doesn't happen. They know they can't do it justice. But no, like, bluegrass. <laughs> Bluegrass music is just so overrated, but I'm. Are you good? I just wanted to make sure you're good with with that. I I'm good. Swain, you got any more? No, I am. Right. Uh, that, that's that's the only one I wanted to hit you with. All right, good. I appreciate it. Uh, both you of you establish that your mom's good because she got her shout out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Swain and Josh Goodson, that is the round table. Shout out to my mom. Uh from from, from not from me, from Ben Swain. So uh you guys work your flat top grills this weekend and we'll uh, we'll talk to you in the future. Fried rice on the fourth of July is a tradition like any other for sure. <laughs> I'd see ya. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. 
Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.